Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of fail. It's, it's very rare for me to, well, that's not rare, but it's, it's more common for me to absolutely despise a movie and you to be on the, you know, the side where you're defending the film. <laughs> and Uh-oh. here we are the roles have been reversed what the hell's going on here <laughs> well okay maybe i wouldn't defend the movie i don't think i have any reason to but zero why do you hate this film so much i don't hate it mm. i fell asleep multiple times watching it okay. and i felt in the end that it was probably a waste of my time and I probably should have suggested a different movie for us to cover. But here we are. We're talking about A Man Called Hero from mm-hmm. 1999, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely feels very 1999. It, it, oh, that's a spoiler in and of itself in terms of how I'm going to critique this movie. This uh, as a disclaimer. Um, we actually passed on this movie we we're probably going to talk about it as a quick jab and then i, I gotta say the disclaimer being that we're we're starting to feel the feel that haya is we're, we're reaching the bottom of the barrel with haya now it's it's <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to find some quality movies to talk about not to say that there aren't any left but and i don't know if it'll last us the whole year so yeah this is a movie that just barely counts as a full episode it shouldn't be it shouldn't be (laughs) i watched this and i kept on falling asleep and i kept on rolling my eyes at everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i thought oh god that was so frustrating to sit through i don't want to be the only one in pain so i want will to watch this that's what i kept telling myself (laughs) and now you guys get to listen to this this pain that we uh, experienced I didn't feel as much pain, although I was vastly confused by by the production of this movie. Maybe not the production, but definitely the post-production. I don't know what went wrong. The, the movie is so weirdly edited. There's so many stories. It, it tells its story very choppily. And, right? Did you get that sense, or were you, did you fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> I was following it for the most part, and then we start to sit in flashbacks for too long. I forgot that we we're in a flashback, and so we flash forward <laughs> to the present, and then I just I would get lost. I was like, "Wait, where are we?" Because I yeah. would like like wake up from my nap. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Like I said, the story is told so poorly. And okay, um, I was listening to the what the um, Jude Poyer episode on Eric Jacobus's show, and he was telling me about like how incredibly rushed the production was on this movie. Like Jude Poyer was the the white guy. <laughs> That's not very specific, but many. he's one of the white guy. Yeah, yeah, the only white guy who could look. He looks like he could possibly fight, but. Um, yeah, he was just saying like the the production of the movie was relatively rushed. 
Although, you know, it doesn't seem like the most low-budget film. I mean, like, that's why I'm saying the production looks okay. But I'm guessing maybe they just ran out of budget when it came to post-production. That's my speculation. Because I'm so confused with the overall editing choices here. It's so... Like, everything's in a flashback. Like, the whole story's told in series of flashbacks. Uh, there's just, like, weird, uh, like, effects or just, like, little glitches in the, the, um, the editing process. Such as, you know, uh, there's just phantom frames throughout the whole movie. Did you catch any of them? Because I caught them every, like, couple minutes. <laughs> no, I didn't catch any phantom frames. Uh, there was, you know, there's flashes, lots of flashes because there is late 90s cgi going on but uh, mm-hmm. i mean i never that stuff the, the cgi didn't bother me actually uh, uh, seeing it in hd it looked <laughs> nice because it was upscaled to 1080p i'm, I'm assuming yeah yeah unlike yeah. some of the 80s cgi where they don't have those original effects so you uh, can't yeah. you know you can't blow it up anymore and it just looks super pixelated yeah i'm thinking of city hunter while we're talking exactly. about that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah although that was a 90s film but yeah, uh, no, you're you're right. I, I even want to say that some some of the CG in this movie makes the last Airbender look terrible in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there and I'm comparing these two because it's there's a scene where pe- there people are element bending, and everything about that one scene is better than anything you would see in M Night Shyamalan's uh, masterpiece. Okay, so before we get too deep into specifics, well, yeah. what is this movie? About? Oh God! Oh, okay, I'll I'll, I'll take the reins because I know you don't want to talk about it. Um, so Ikin Cheng, uh, who I have mistaken in past episodes for another actor, even though in Chinese that's totally his name. So Ikin Cheng is the titular hero in the title, a man called Hero, and he. Kills a bunch of dudes, like Westerners, in his homeland in China uh, uh, because, you know, they murdered his family. So he flees to America. And, yeah, well, specifically New York. They don't ever say New York, but it's clear as day it's supposed to be New York because that, because read your history books, people, because that's the first Chinatown, no, well, one of the, well, it's the biggest first Chinatown in the East Coast. So well, and they also go through Ellis Island. Ellis Island, yeah. Liberty is there, yeah. Yeah, people might be confused. They might think Jersey. Well, they <laughs> might think Boston because the Boston Hotel appears in three different scenes oh, in the background. Did, did it? Yeah. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! This movie. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he's he comes into America. He he does uh, some. Uh, some immigrant stuff and he also is i'm just gonna call it that you know because you know that he's not getting along with the the locals here and they they implicate him for murder uh meanwhile he has a wife that he left behind in in his homeland who was pregnant with soon-to-be nicholas say and we fast forward to nicholas say now in his teens he comes to America to search for his father. And the whole movie is almost like a mystery. Although, you know what? It's funny thing is I couldn't tell it was supposed to be a mystery until 
halfway through the movie because the movie's t- told so poorly. The mystery being like, oh, where is Eakin? Like, where is the hero? Where did yeah, he go? Yeah, that that was supposed to be the intrigue that strings you along as the audience. Okay, what happened to the father? Because yep. I was kind of interested in what happened to the father because you just don't know. Yeah. When when Nicholas Say comes in, you're he's looking for him, and I, you you start to understand. Okay, something happened. Let's let's find out together. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, this. Yeah, the the storytelling in this is so weird. So it's it's also based off of a manhwa, a, a mm-hmm. Chinese comic book, and it sounds like uh, ba- just based on Wikipedia, it sounds like they crammed in everything that's in you know the the manhwa into the movie. So that could be why it jumps back and forth because you know comic books they could just do that. Sure. Now, yeah, yeah. now we're in the past. Now we're in the, now we're in the present, and it's it feels like i just want to get rid of 30 minutes of this fucking movie like <laughs> there's too much information going on there's uh, there there's characters that they don't really elaborate on but they're main characters and they're there for the whole movie do you remember <laughs> there's a character his name is shadow uh-huh he's wearing a mask the whole movie he has and no arms Oh my god, I didn't realize he had no yeah, arms until the last fight scene. Yeah, yeah, it's so poorly explained, like visually at least. Well, they elite allude to it because this character named Shadow, he wears a mask, this yellow mask, and anytime he confronts somebody, he whips his ponytail at them <laughs> and he it wraps around that person's neck and he pulls them forward. And I thought, "Huh, that is a weird way to get closer to somebody, but sure. And then at the end of the movie, you see him flying around and the sleeves are just wobbling about because he has no <laughs> limbs in them. Why didn't they elaborate on that sooner? Because the editing. Because a lot of things wrong with the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of characters in the movie. And, you know, like, if you actually break down the story, it's actually really simple. But what I was saying before is that I didn't know it was supposed to be a mystery. Because Nicholas Say shows up in America. And basically the entire film is him going up to, like, one person after next. And every scene is essentially the same. Which is, oh, I knew your father. And I, I expected all, that. They all I, tell these, like grand stories about him right yes yes exactly but i i don't know why but like the first half of the movie i have expected each one of those stories to end with and here he is in the other room and there's there's, i didn't expect it to be a mystery like oh there's this mystique about him like what happened to his father and guess what he just shows up out of nowhere towards the end of the movie it's like where were you this whole time because the story needed him to just show up because we haven't seen him for so long and he needed to <laughs> kind of save the day i guess where, they never answer where he was this whole time he was obviously in hiding but they don't answer like oh he he was in so-and-so place on you know with these rebel i don't know there's, there's no answer it just you shows know up what you know convenient. what they don't answer either what what happened to the sister? The, the, yeah, the daughter. The, oh my the god, twin sister. Yeah, so yeah. Nicholas say 
is born and he, he's born as twins you know what happens is bad guys steal the little sister at some point in the movie mm-hmm. and the whole time i kept thinking okay there's this other female character here i'm sure they're gonna reveal at the end of the movie that she's a sister all along and nope nope <laughs> it's just, they never fucking mention her Oh my god! Again, the, you know, like, it's so implied. I think the filmmakers are like, did we film that scene where we explain it? Yeah, I think we did. It's fine. <laughs> and they just left it in the movie. So, according to the the comic, apparently, the twins were thrown overboard in some sort of action scene, some sort of fight, and he thought they both died. And then later on, it's revealed that the the boy, the son, actually survived, and that—that's what happens. Oh, okay. In so the, the in the comic never... book, so the so the girl dies in the comic book. It sounds like it from what I'm looking oh. at. But oh, in the movie, okay. she she just gets kidnapped, and you think, okay, probably gonna you know come up later, movies. right? Yeah, you know how these movies are. You 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 you, you make the setup that one you know if someone's been kidnapped as at early, at an early age, they're gonna reprise themselves some ways down the road in the story but this movie kind of forgot that so we just don't do that <laughs> so weird oh god i i um i definitely have a lot of problems with the the story uh like the, the those little nitpicky editing snafus like the what the the phantom frames and such like they 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 happen so often and it's so strange there's like crossfades into other angles in the same shots and it's like so we i don't even know what effect they're going for like it happens very early on where there's like a room full of westerners like just drinking tea and like drinking well, alcohol and they're just like gloating about oh isn't this funny that we just killed a whole bunch of chinese people because we're evil white men and then and then they're like they're it's like crossfading against itself and it's so weird like what is happening is is the screen melting <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah God. like it like uh, every, the movie is very experimental with the special effects and um well it's it's that time period when time, special yeah. effects are starting to get in i believe from what i've heard or read that because of the movie I believe it's the Storm Riders or the Storm mm-hmm. Chasers. Storm Riders. Storm Chasers. Storm Chasers. Because, yeah. because of the popularity of that film and because it had a lot of early 90s or mid-90s CGI in it, they wanted to do that with this movie. And this is just what it is. It's just more CGI than practical effects. They probably went overboard with the editing to be stylistic because of the CGI. That's what I'm just speculating. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate all of it. I, I don't. I mean, obviously, a lot of it's very dated. I I think I have more problems with how how again. I already complain about the editing, so like, I have more problems with that and the way that the story is being told than the special effects itself. Because that like special effects, they do get dated over time, right? Especially yeah, in this fine. era. Yeah, but you know, bad storytelling is still bad storytelling. Like, oh, you, like no the matter. Story, the storytelling is it's. I mean, I guess it kind of works, but I, I mentioned all the, mm-hmm. you know, the flashbacks. That that was a problem for me. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to the characters. 
because there's a lot of them. Yes. And we have a, we have some decent names in here. I have actually never seen Ekin Cheng in anything before. Bam, uh, bam, uh, twin, bam, um, twin effects. Oh, wait, who was he in that? Um, he was, uh, well, oh, one of the, the twins. Was he the love the, interest? The love interest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, then besides that, because I don't remember him that. So we have, <laughs> we have Shu Chi playing a Japanese ninja assassin. Mm-hmm. Then we got Yoon Bio, who is doing his darndest to be a Bruce Lee fill-in. Shen Chen or something like that? Yeah, Chen Zen fill-in. We got uh, Anthony Wong, who plays Ekin Cheng's Sifu. Yep. Who teaches him... <laughs> who teaches China him secret. The ancient Chinese secret, which is <laughs> which is really how to do your laundry. That's basically what he's telling, <laughs> what the secret is. And then we got uh, Ken Lo as, as a monk who mm-hmm. doesn't fight which is really sad no no he, he does he does actually he? does fight he, he has one scene where he's fighting um but he's all masked up I, you like you could tell it's him because he has very distinct eyes but oh that's, that's right really when, he, when he when he saves them from the um whatever the yeah camp. yeah being yeah, buried like... in in the sand yeah um yeah well we'll get into that in, in a little later but my god it's uh it does have a lot bigger well, not a lot, but it has some big names in it, and because oh, and, the movie Cheng Cheng Pe- Cheng Pei Pei, yeah, the mom, one seed, mo- one, one scene. scene, yeah, maybe two. Mm-hmm. I think they filmed it all one day, so oh, yeah, one scene, definitely. one scene. Um, yeah, we have these bigger names in the movie, and well, the move. Okay, the the source material is a wuxia, uh comic book, right? So people in this movie are gonna do fantastical things and when i say that i'm not saying like oh let's do martial arts with like a flourish of people flying in the air and fighting in midair no we're like throwing like energy beams and we're (laughs) we're not really doing any choreography for the most part they are but the way it's edited and then the way it's speed ramped Mm -hmm. you know undercranked just Mm -hmm. made to look faster is so annoying because you can't see anything this is this is a prime example of speeding up footage too much and editing too fast where it's a blur it's a stylic stylistic choice it's one i don't agree with at all but (laughs) i I mean like what oh god it looks (laughs) awful (laughs) yeah yeah um well if it's any indicator it's not always the case but the main actor is ikin chang I've seen him in other things. This is one role where he he doesn't really emote, like not really. He he has only he only has a couple of dramatic scenes where he needs to emote. But like he's a very wooden, one dimensional stoic character, right? Yeah. Um, he's just really good at fighting. But the actor himself is not a trained martial artist, and I'm not going to reveal who the main villain is. It doesn't make any sense because he's introduced so fucking late in the movie. But the main guy he fights at the end also is not a trained martial artist. Nick uh, Francis Ng, he. Uh, Ooh, I want I want to reveal the villain, kind oh, of. I'll, sure. I'll, I'll reveal it partially. Okay, so sure. because this is a Hong Kong film, of mm-hmm. course the Japanese are the villain. <laughs> but you know who the Japanese teamed up with? Ghosts. 
They teamed up with ghosts, and this is a supernatural movie. And if you've seen the movie, then you might know what I'm alluding to. And if you haven't, uh, be prepared for some ghosts in the end. <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah, you're you're making it seem like the story doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Wait, wait, okay. So, but I want I want to touch on one thing. Uh-huh. When I first started watching this movie, and we learn it's about a man from China who flees he comes to america and he comes to new york he goes through ellis island he goes through the east coast process of immigration and i realized i don't think i've seen any story like that in terms of movie or television yeah you have rumble in the bronx (laughs) (laughs) oh you got me you got me (laughs) no but that's obviously a different time period yeah but um you know usually it's through california you get people, yeah, they, sure. they, the, the Chinese are tricked into working on the railroads or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, or, you know, Bruce Lee sort of equivalent stories from what I recall. But mm-hmm. I never I never recalled anything of uh, people from China coming over to New York City. And as New Yorkers, I was really, really interested. Yes, they can't get the sets. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to get mad at them about that. But I actually don't know the immigrant story on the East Coast side, so I was hoping that maybe this movie would elaborate on that because yeah. I just don't know. I thought it would be interesting. And it's not good. <laughs> Wait, Zero, this is all based off of historical you know, you know, events. Don't you remember when the two Chinese people fought in the, the Statue <laughs> of Liberty? <laughs> And cut it to ribbons. Oh Don't you remember that in your God. history books? Oh my God! You see, you know what they should have done? They should have, they should have been fighting on the Statue of Liberty, and it should have been bronze. And then at the end of the movie, they start throwing like energy beams at each other, and it turns it green. Right? <laughs> sure, sure. Oh my God, that that's that's great. Uh, do do loved... stuff that ties it in into With something this... historical. Yeah, because, oh God. Because what happens is Ekin Cheng and Ken Lo, they are kind of forced into this labor camp doing like quarry mining on yep. the outskirts of New York. And I wanted to know if that was based off of anything or not or just, just have an understanding of it. But it's so washed over because he, he gets accused of murder and then he escapes and then it's that's where the story comes in okay well what happened to the father and it never became about the immigrant experience it just became this mystery well i want to find my dad because i'm the son yeah yeah oh and then then the rest of the movie is i guess justifying (laughs) it's ikan chang justifying being a neglectful parent oh and the movie ends on that note he's he's just a a neglectful parent dick i don't understand (laughs) He was so sorrowful when the children get separated and, and whatnot. And then when they, I mean, we're just kind of spoiling things at yeah. this point. But yeah, when he yeah. reunites with his son later, he's, oh, okay. I know why. You know why? He he doesn't really want to have anything to do with his son and he ran away. Mm-hmm. It's because he was born under the under star, star of death. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know what that is. I'm guessing that's you, you know like how you 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 read in the news about like these these like mothers or these fathers who like 
God, like they do horrible things to their kids, right? They end up, you know, in prison because like they they murdered their their children because like they heard voices in their head or super like God told them or you know like yeah you know, uh, like some superstition is like oh you know like uh, I I'm a, you know I my my kid can't be with me so like I must end you know like I must be separated from them or like I must end their suffering. This is like the equivalent of that. He's like. He's like, he's so superstitious. Like, I need to neglect my children and not have them be a part of my life. That's the responsible thing to oh, do. Oh, it's because that fucking fortune teller that came out of left field. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Suddenly in the movie, they flash to a shot of a guy with long fingernails and the voiceover says, he's a fortune teller. <laughs> and the fortune teller is like, you have a dark cloud hanging over you. You're See, a bad I, I, person. I was like, oh, God, fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm going to blame the source material over the movie because it sounds like the source material is like this, too. It's like, oh, hey, you got you were born under under the the, the, the star of death. So uh, fuck having children. Just like, you know, abandon them. It's all good. And that's the reasonable thing to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> according to this movie. <laughs> But uh, I think we said enough. I think we can talk about it in greater detail because I'm sure you want to dive into the movie some more. Right, Zero? Oh, you, boy. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, with that said, let's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it in a little bit more detail. But uh, if you guys are interested in hearing us he- gloat about all the details about the movie, including the action and the story, you can follow us more. Uh, you can listen to more if you follow us on Patreon at Fist of Fail um, for what just a dollar a month. Uh, you get to listen to us uh, talk about all our movies for you know, and break down all the action and the story in greater detail uh, with a lot more jokes. Sometimes with drinking, but this <laughs> one I'm, there might be some drinking involved. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, if you're interested, just hit us up on Fist of. Yeah. If it's a fail on Patreon. And yeah, with that said, let's talk about A Man Called Hero. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. Yeah, that is a man called Hero. Do, do you your favorite do you movie get of the year? Now, why I was very reluctant to talk about this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can see it. I can see why, but at the same time, it's kind of fun shooting. Oh on yeah, it. no, I I had a <laughs> feeling we were going to talk about it, but sitting through this is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was fun to. Uh, be negative about it for for sure um not a good martial arts movie not at all not at all not barely a martial arts movie how about that it's Um, more of a wuxia film i i I, know well barely a wuxia movie yeah that's how that's how i would classify it's based off the comic which is supposed to be a wuxia right so yeah but still like the way that this movie does wuxia is it's more. This movie's more like Dragon Ball than it is Wuxia. It's more like a shonen. Uh, yeah, actually, it's more like shonen than Wuxia. Okay. In, in the way I describe it, um, I don't know if anyone who's listening even understands the differences. But yeah, like it's more like you know major, like huge special effects extravaganza, 
uh, fight choreography is like the last worry it is not at all considered you know like when you think of like dragon ball you know like it's like yeah some there's some fight choreography in there but mostly like how fast can those fists be drawn where to the point where they're just a blur and there's like how many energy blasts can we shoot out of our hands to the point where like there's no choreography choreography and that's how this movie is that's all fine. I actually don't have a problem with that. I actually have a problem with the fucking story. The story's terrible. <laughs> it's it's told so badly. It's, it's probably the worst edited story, like worst edited story I've ever seen. It's that bad. It, and there's there's like there it sets itself it sets itself up as if it has it has a twist and turns. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Who the it's fuck like, is that? Where was Eek in the... Who the fuck is that shadow character? Doesn't matter. I don't know. It never shows his yeah. face. What happened to the yeah. sister? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. Where was Eek in this whole time? Yeah, whatever. He, oh, but who cares? He's here now. Yeah. <laughs> Will. Yeah. Well, uh, this may be the worst thing I've watched on Haya. No, worse than Dragon Wolf. Dragon Wolf was kind of hilarious, in my opinion. Oh my yeah, God. I kind of liked Dragon uh, Wolf because it was—it it uh, felt so bad. It's good for me. Like that was more entertaining uh, to sit through for me personally. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, sure. That's fair. I mean, maybe this is your badges of fury. <laughs> I feel like we're, we're like you and I are just going back and forth now. Like, see, like what we can find that's like more and more subjectively awful. <laughs> Because Badges of Fury is like down there for me now. Right, it's, like, right. it's pretty fucking bad. You should really watch Iceman too. <laughs> oh, now yeah, now I need to watch Iceman too. Yeah. yeah, now you definitely do. Oh but, boy. Um, yeah, this yeah, this this is my Badges of Fury then for you because I did I don't think Dragon <laughs> Wolf is that bad. King of Fighters is not that bad. You know they're stupid but they're entertaining. Like I sure. I had so much trouble sitting through this. I wanted yeah. I wanted it to be something else and it was not. This is a tough tough sell yeah. if you want to see somebody fighting on top of the statue of liberty then yeah this does it awfully but it's it's there right yeah yeah well i'll give you that this doesn't have the same entertainment value it's not that so bad as good yeah. it's not good in any ways actually i actually find a lot of it you know well, okay, there, there are some things where I, like, I excuse it for, like the, the dated special effects and all that, um, but I wouldn't call this movie, you know, very entertaining. It's, you can watch it? That, that's, well, at least that's my opinion. You'll probably disagree with me <laughs> there, but like, you, you, I think you can at least watch it. Um, but, yeah, like, it's not definitely not a recommend for me. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a lot to it where I'm like, yeah, this is, this is totally worth watching people cut up the statue of liberty because yay america i don't know what they're trying to go for there um yeah i, I don't mean know. maybe this movie... maybe it's just very pro-american like look at us we're fighting on top of the symbol of like liberty and freedom uh, yeah i guess or, or maybe it's anti-american <laughs> because they're they essentially cut up the statue of liberty <laughs> Well, tell me why you would not recommend this zero. I'm sure that's your your ultimate conclusion, right? What? Why I wouldn't recommend it? Why you would not recommend this? Oh, I mean, like everything I was saying before. Like, I this this story put me to sleep. There's so much. <laughs> you, you know, like when people say, 
oh, there's so many plot holes in this movie when, yeah. you know, there's this, there's tiny details to answer that, but maybe it's not as, as apparent. Like there's, there's plot holes here. What happened to the sister? Like really, really what happened to the sister? That that's like the, the big one for me. Why did she just disappear? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the, the sequel to this movie is going to be about, you know, was there supposed to be a sequel? Did... I don't fucking oh, know. <laughs> oh, please no, please no. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna turn out that you know the the sister's still alive, and it, it really is that that one girl character that you got introduced to, and none of it matters. None of this fucking matters. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's a man called Hero. You go go check it out. I'm... No, God, I, I can't even lie. Don't don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs>